Praise God for new perspectives. This week I want to take a step back from my usual, up-close posts and address each of our lives as a whole that relates to a bigger purpose. To start with the elder generation, do you ever find that you aren't sure what to do for God anymore? You may not have struggled with much in recent years, or you may not have had to overcome as many physical or spiritual battles lately, at least in your own personal life. You find yourself resting more than rebelling, you have fought the hard fight and won. Do you ever wonder about what this season holds, or even who or what you get the opportunity to hold during this time of your life? Did you ever think it possible to make it to this place of lasting peace? Do you know what comes next now that the last giant has fallen? Do you know what your purpose is now that your enemy, and the battles you've been fighting for decades, are done? This week I want to encourage you by showing you what David did during his latter years and why his actions were just as important as those in his former years. King David ruled the united Israel for 40 years, fought and won eight to nine major battles, seeing the giants of the land eradicated before his reign came to an end. To his credit, David was arguably the most well-known and well-respected Israelite warrior ever recorded, yet have you ever given thought to what he did after the last giants fell? He was an old man by the time his men drew the line in the sand and told their king that this would be the last battle they would let him fight with them. Part of the story is etched in the last great battle of 2 Samuel in chapter 21, where scripture recounts that David was going to be killed had it not been for one of his servants stepping in and fighting off the attack. The last four giants named in scripture fell here. It's important to recognize that in this second to last chapter of 2 Samuel, none of the remaining giants were killed by David directly yet he still had a hand in their downfall. He had led by example so successfully over the years that the men who came up after him knew exactly how to get the victory. With his legacy built on the impossible, what did King David have left to when the last giant fell? What did he do when the enemy he had been fighting for so long finally perished? 1 Kings 1-2 tell us in no uncertain terms that David, instead of leaving his affairs unsorted, was intentional about setting things up for the next generation. Nathan, the prophet and longtime friend of the throne, was being watchful of those that would try to take Solomon's rightful place as heir and made sure that Bathsheba went to speak to her husband about the matter. His friends helped to ensure that David himself recognized that his latter years had just as much purpose as his former, and that his last season was just as important as his first. Is someone dear to you entering into their season of rest? Look just a little closer upon the current age of their living, for all is not as bleak as it might appear at first glance. A miraculous transformation is occurring in the shadows of the mountains they've climbed. Or personally, Elder, has your last giant fallen, or has your last stronghold been torn down? If so, then rejoice. Your purpose does not end with the death of the struggles of a lifetime of fighting. Far from it, a new purpose is just beginning, no, your war may not look like what it once did, but you are mighty. Your wisdom is unmatched, and your guidance highly sought after. Your body might be hunched over, but that just means your face is that much closer to the ground when you pray earnestly for the ones who come after you. When the last giant falls rejoice. It is now that you get to enter into a time of rest, you get to teach, and train, and praise God for everything that you've faced and conquered. You get to show people how to do the same, year in and year out, by living even your latter years as an example. People always say, do not despise the small things, however you shouldn't despise the simple things either. Just like David, we should go throughout every season with praise on our lips and a song in our spirits for every opportunity we get to serve God in whatever ways He calls us to and in whatever age He finds our submitted hearts. Don't feel anything less than valued during this time you may not be on the battlefield in a way that you're used to, but you certainly still guide our advance. To the young Solomons of your loved ones I would encourage you in this the strength of the Davids in our lives partially comes from seeing the legacy they're going to leave behind. When they talk, 
be an attentive listener, ask questions, and be genuinely curious about the stories they've never had the chance to tell. Let the honeycomb of their life experiences drip sweet wisdom into your soul and learn from them. Give them the blessing of this season in its fullness. Especially in this day and age, we can be defined more by what we've done in our past than by what we are doing today. I would encourage you Solomon, to not forsake the teachings of your youth, but to gather together old and new and let it create a new appreciation for the whole. David, in his younger years, was defined by his victory over Goliath and his favor with Saul. His middle years were defined by his mistakes and his heartfelt repentance. But these years, his latter years, were defined for nothing save the wisdom he passed on and the praises he sang to God. But at the end of it all, what is more precious than that?